I'm Dan. And I'm Alice. And this episode, we look into the Arapaho creation story. Once again, I would like to add, there are still people who believe this story to be true, just like with Genesis, so I'm doing my best to be respectful, and I ask that all of you do so as well. We will be making quips and stuff, and that's not because we're trying to undermine it, we're just trying to make it more fun to learn about. I did my best to find a reputable source for this story, but if I made a mistake in telling it or anything, please do not hesitate to let us know by either tweeting us or emailing us, and we will do our best to rectify our mistake. So, review of our fun terms, as usual. The separation of parts of the universe. Succession, usually of power. Ascension of male over female. And dragon slaying. Quickly, we'll be looking into the people that this story belongs to. In the 19th century, they lived alongside the Platte and Arkansas rivers. I love how in the script this is just phonetically spelled as Arkansas. <laughs> I plead incompetence, Your Honor. They lived in areas that are now Wyoming, Colorado, Nebraska, and Kansas. So, a little bit more west than last time for any non-North Americans. Yeah, certainly. That is a good note. <laughs> Middle of the United States. So, according to their oral history, they actually lived in the eastern woodlands, but were pressured to move by tribes that were to the east of them. So, there's definitely some amount of conflict and stuff. The Arapaho have been assigned a reservation in Wyoming with the Shoshone and one in Oklahoma with the Cheyenne. Ah, so pressured by a different kind of tribe these days. Yeah, we love white people. <laughs> anyway, in the beginning, there was nothing but water. Man was walking on water for four days and four nights, carrying a flat pipe. He spent six total days of weeping and fasting. Ah, me during finals week. Ah, big mood. On the morning of the seventh day, he decided that there had to be earth for the pipe to rest on. An interesting correlation uh, that we have the seventh day rest here as well as in Genesis. Yeah, Entirely was... different geographical areas, but I'm wondering if that has something to do with either seasons or the way that time was broken down in these areas. I wonder if they've always had the seven days, like the seventh day of rest, or if that appeared after the English and Spanish just kind of came in. <laughs> we can always theorize. I haven't actually looked into this. It's just a theory. A podcast theory. <laughs> yeah. If you want to actually know, you should probably look it up. <laughs> Anyway, so he called the Four Directions to come and help him find the land. So what he called the Four Directions actually correspond to what most Westerners would call Northwest, Northeast, Southeast, and Southwest. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. That means that Four Directions for them didn't actually have anything to do with the way that the path of the sun over the horizon. I wonder if that had to do more with uh, geographic locations. I wonder. So, he called up seven cottonwood trees, despite the lack of dry land, as well as all the creatures of the air and sea. Which is actually very interesting to me, because in the Cherokee, there were only animals of the air, and here, then they have the animals of the air and the sea. Interesting thoughts? So he asked all the animals, the trees, and the directions to help him find the land. One of the animals that came was the turtle. Turtle said it was at the bottom of the ocean. So, 
the pipe person asked if they could dive down and find it. A series of animals dive to find this land. The first is the greb, the second is two waterfowl, third is three waterfowl, including kingfisher. Apparently it's different kinds of waterfowl. I'm not totally clear, but apparently. Fair enough. The fourth had otter, beaver, the packed bird, which is also known as the coot, apparently, mm. and the garter snake. Though, so how does a garter snake, is a garden, garter snake, like, amphibious? It can swim on the top of water, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've seen quite a few on water. It's, um, slightly scary when you're just in the middle of the forest eight years old and not expecting a snake in the middle of the water. <laughs> That's exciting. I love it. Anyway, the fifth one was the black snake, two kinds of ducks, goose, and crane. And then sixth, all creatures. Except apparently the turtle as you will see in a second. I actually find it interesting that the number of animals uh, that goes and dives down is equivalent to the number of animals in the party that goes down until the sixth. I mean, they kept failing, so that's probably why they kept upping their party number. I guess. They also changed who was in it, so... Just trying the different stats, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they all fail. The seventh dive is by Turtle with the Company of Man. Side note, this means that seven seems to be a very important number for them, which... Which um, could potentially be the whole seven-day thing. Yeah. Anyway, man takes the form of a red-headed duck after ritually moving the pipe four times and then touching the pipe to his body a fifth time. Honestly, I'm not totally clear on the ritual stuff here. Anyway, basically, this man used magic to turn himself into a duck. I am jealous. <laughs> Honestly, same. Turtle and man-turned red-headed duck manage to find the earth and bring it up to the surface. Which, I'm a little confused. Why didn't Turtle just lead the others to where it saw the land? But there's probably some other reason. And it's very possible. <laughs> it's very possible that the part of the story does tell it, but this is obviously translation. And the reasoning was lost in translation. Yeah. They got some earth, and the man dried the earth and cast it in the four directions, which created the earth. So, now let's look at the terms. There's separation. Obviously, there's the separation types of animals, the animals from human, water from land, etc, etc. Standard stuff. I suppose there's some element of succession, in that there's a series of different animals that look for the land. So the different days, sort of similar to how in Genesis, God created things on different days. In this case, it's just animals looking for the land on different days. Yeah. Then there's male over female, which is not truly here. Though the person with the pipe is called man. Though in the story, it does capitalize man. So in theory, this could be a set of people, I suppose. Plus, I will mention that humankind was often referred to as man, capital M, back in the day, and gender didn't really matter in that classification. I mean, to be fair, that was usually by patriarchal Exactly. Societies. It is kind of implied to be a single person. I'm not totally sure, but it seems like it. And he's referred to it with he, him pronouns. But, of course, this can also be attributed to translation. Translated. Exactly which is where we always come back to. So I think there is some male over female, but I'm not sure enough. Fair enough. 
then for dragon slaying, honestly, there isn't really anything to defeat. I guess there's kind of like the quest to find the thing, but it's not really anything to defeat or anything bad. So I don't think this is really, really present. So similar to the last story that we covered. Yeah. So that's all fun. Thanks for listening. Next time, we'll be talking about the Navajo creation story. Thanks for listening, folks. And we'll catch you in the next one.